Alright guys, it's Derek Soto. We're talking a little business shop and today we're going to talk about relationship marketing. Now, one thing you want to be careful of is when you do build that relationship with people and you do make your offers, you don't stop giving them free value, okay? Just like when you're friends with someone, right? So you're friends with a buddy and they're like, you know what, you're a good buddy and I noticed you didn't have a... Uh, a surfboard, I've got an extra surfboard here, why don't you take it, right? Or I've got a surfboard and I spent $1,200 on it, I'll give it to you for 700 what do you think? You know, and they're like, oh, that's pretty generous of you, you know, it saved me a lot of money, cool, because I want to surf with you, but, you know, you don't have a board, you know, at the end of the day, I don't, you know, I'd like to recoup some of what I paid for this board, so... You're, they're selling you something, they're your buddy, but you don't stop being their buddy after you sell after you sell the, the thing. You're like, okay, thanks for the sale, I'll never talk to you again, bye, right? You put them in a bucket of friendship. I call it the bucket of friendship for right now, okay? It's not a lasting term, it's a temporary term. A bucket of friendship, right? And sometimes they call a bucket of KFC a bucket of friendship, but it's not, right? So you put them in a little bucket of friendship by using segmentation in your list, okay? So this is someone that bought something for you, great. Well, you're going to continue to give them value. It's just going to be geared toward the next step in your value ladder, okay? You're not going to make them offers for the same thing. But what you're going to continue to do is give them more value in the emails, okay? So you're going to still be a cool friend to them, okay? Ask them how they're doing. Ask them how their family's doing. Ask them how things are. What's going on in your life? What's new, you know? Don't make it too weird where you're like almost like a pen pal or asking personal questions. But ask friendly questions or like one or two friendly questions and say, you know, I'd like to know how, how you're doing, you know. And also, you know, if you have any questions, I have a little um, a tip that I'd like to share with you today. And if you have any questions about it, I'd like you to, um, you know, just send me a, uh, a question about it. I'll be more than happy to answer it, okay. And so you give them your valuable little tip. Okay, and this tip will tie in to the next level in your value ladder. Okay, um, so or even following up with if they just had bought something, you know, you might have a sequence where you're actually doing a make sure that they actually implement your program, um, follow up sequence, right. And so it's like, you know, thanks for buying the program, you know, on how to make, how to brush your dog's hair. And um, I'd really like to see a picture of, of your dog's hair. Once you start with the first one, once you send a picture and I'll go ahead and critique it and I'll give you some free advice on how to get the best results in brushing your dog's hair or whatever it is, right? Or... Thanks for buying the program on how to make cool landing pages. Go ahead and send me a, a, a screenshot of your landing page, and I'll give you a free critique on it, okay? 
So this kind of thing is that after you've sold them, you're still being cool and giving them value, right? Even after the sale, okay? So you're not building a relationship just to sell them a one-off thing because it takes too much effort and work to make a friendship with people or to build a relationship uh, with them, right? You're doing relationship marketing, they should be a, a customer for life. That should be your ultimate goal. That's how you should look at them, is that they are now a customer for life. I claim that, and I speak that out into the world, that this is now a customer for life, and I will do whatever I can within reason to make sure that they stay that way, okay? And how do I do that? By, you know, being the best uh uh, being a good friend to them, you know, and you can treat them better than the friends that they currently have, okay? And don't be all weird about it or anything like that. You got to keep it professional, so you've got to find that balance. But you have to show that you care, and it has to be genuine, you know? Um, and, and one of the ways that you can befriend people and build relationships with people on your list is that you share something about yourself share a struggle that you went through hey you know um i i just went through something that was i just went through this crazy thing i want to tell you about it something crazy happened to me yesterday i want to tell you about it or whatever or whatever it did and so you tell them about the crazy problem you faced in the business and how you fixed it or something cute your baby did and how she overcame it and then you tie it into how, like in business, you got to overcome your problems and you find solutions. Like my baby, her cocoa melon show ran out and she knows, she sees daddy using the remote to put cocoa melon on. But she doesn't quite get how to use the remote. I barely get how to use it. So a one and a half year old is not going to master a remote. And so she grabs it and she just waves it at the TV, which was the cutest little thing. But it just shows that, you know, when you observe how people solve problems and you try, you know, she made an effort and she tried to make it work. Just because it didn't work the first time, it doesn't mean that later on in her life she's not going to master that remote. Trust me, she will, okay? She's just got to keep trying. She needs more at-bats with it, okay? But the thing is, is that you keep your relationship ongoing for life, okay? Until they decide to end it by getting off your list and getting out of, and hopping out of your friendship bucket, okay? So you just got to practice your at-bats and doing a better job of putting people in the right buckets and always moving the segmentation. As the relationship progresses, you, you, you move them from bucket to bucket, okay? So they're in different levels of friendship, different buckets that you put them in, okay? And you have to be very vigilant about this. Um, and when you do that... People don't slip through the cracks, and you will increase lifetime customer value, and you will increase the value that you give this person. As they're buying your products, you're going to be changing their life, fundamentally changing their life for the better. And because they have a relationship with you, you are giving them such value 
that they wouldn't trade that relationship for the world. It's like, hey, do you want to unsubscribe from this person's list and never hear from them again? The answer that you'd want to hear is no. Like, are you kidding me? I get more value from this person than anybody I even know in real life, you know? I get this person is so generous with their time and they actually show that they care and they actually do care. And they're not just trying to sell me something like they they give all kinds of stuff. You know, they give so much, you know, and they show that they truly care. And um, because when you have subtle offers, you know, when you're using the bottom part of your email is your little ad space there. They always know you have an offer there, but the offer is going to change once they buy something. The next level on their, your value ladder is going to be there instead of the old offer, right? And so you're going to have a sequence that has people make sure that they implement the lesson that they bought, right? That they just, the class there or whatever that they just bought and that they use it, okay? And then if they want to go further with you and take the relationship to the next level. So first it's like dating, and then you might get engaged, and then you might get married, which would be like your mastermind, right? So dating might be your first product, and then, you know, getting engaged might be, you know, a more, um, you know, a your high-end flagship course, which would have some uh, awesome customer service, right? And then your ultimate customer service without not really a course, it's just straight up sweet customer service with a smile and it's completely bespoke to the person. Um, and that would be your mastermind, right? And so that's the deepest level of relationship that you can have with a, with a client, right? And to my knowledge, anyway. And um, you know, you've ha you can even have you have clients come out to your house and meet your dog, you know, and all that kind of stuff, and you know, break bread with your customer and all that stuff. I've done that before. Really cool, you know. And um, you can make friends for life. I've made, you know, long-lasting friends with different kind of clients. I've had clients write me years later after being a client telling me Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, all this other stuff. High-end clients do this. You know that none of my low-ticket clients ever, uh, I haven't heard, none of them have sent me have taken the time to send me a, a, even a text saying, Hat Merry Christmas, right? Even though I helped them. But one of my $5,000 clients that lifetime customer value was around nine, $10,000, $12,000 or so, right? Let's say around 9000 something, I think. I'm not sure. It's been a while. But yeah, maybe around nine thousand dollar customer left a customer value for this client, and they sent me a text. I haven't they haven't they haven't been a client for mine for years, and I get this random text just this last Christmas, you know, saying hey, have Merry Christmas, you know, which is really cool, you know, 
it seems like the people that pay the most care the most, too. You know, you just, when you do a good job of picking the right clients, not only do you get them results, but you make buddies, you know, you make friends, you you build that relationship. I've had a client that turned and helped me when I was going through a really major hard time in my life. And he left him customer value well over $12,000. And when I was struggling uh, with different things and some financial stuff, he would just, here, let me help you out with a little bit of money and just send it to me for free without any, with any expectation. And um, it, it was he was a godly man, and I am forever grateful to that person, you know. And uh, when I had um, some things happen to me that prevented me from being able to do my business because of health issues. And so the man was there for me, and I praise God for that, you know. And so sometimes in life things happen to you, health things happen to you. But at the end of the day, the Lord always provides, you know. And um, I'd given so much um, to this person that they were more than happy to get back. And they get back in spades, and it's really great. And, you know, and so that's the beauty of this, right? And um, <clears throat> so at the end of the day, you're not, do not approach people are becoming friends with them just so that they you can get something from them people can smell that a mile away but you truly show them that you care you know some of my clients you know like that client was the the lifetime customer value is twelve thousand for them or twelve thousand whatever i'm just rounding the numbers i don't know the exact numbers but you know i renewed him for a third year after renewed after the second year or whatever it was or the fourth year whatever it was for free. I was like, dude, I don't I don't I don't even feel right about taking any more money. Like, you know, we've got you a great result. You're doing much better. You know, I don't you know, if you wanna re sign up, cool, but I'm not gonna charge you. And I totally could have, and he makes tons of money, so he totally could have paid me. But I was like, nah, dude, like, I don't want to charge you, you know what I mean? So don't become too buddy-buddy with everybody, but with very quality people, you know? Become buddy-buddy with them, you know? And um, it's really cool. And the thing is, is like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? And, um, life is short, you know, and so at the end of the day, you get to meet some really cool people and you can make really cool friends that way. And incidentally, very rich friends that way at the same time, which helps because they can give you advice on, Hey, you know, that guy was doing a different business than I was. And he was making more than I was, even though he was paying me to coach him for the thing he was going through and he wasn't about business. But his business made more than mine by many multiples. So, you know, there was things that I could learn from him. But that's but the but at the end of the day, you know, we just we talked about God and marriage stuff and it was great, you know, because he was a Christian guy and he ran a, a Bible study. So we had a lot in common in that way. So, you know, it, it's really cool, you know. And um so, you know, at the end of the day, guys, like, um, you're not making friends with people just to to sell them something, okay? That's not how it works. It's got to be real. 
It can't be fake. It's got to be genuine. And, and when you do it, you know, it's almost like reciprocity that they buy something from you. Because they do want the result, after all. That's how they found you. But it's like you're, you're, you're giving so much in a way that a friend would. And you're treating them like a, exactly like a friend to the point where they're like, okay. But not, not to the point where they expect, you know, discounts and freebies from you, right? So you have to walk that fine line of professionalism, right? So you're friends with them on a different level, right? And um, after they've climbed your value ladder, you know, and they've reached the top of it, which I believe you should have a top of your value ladder. I used to say you should always have something more expensive to sell somebody, but I don't agree with that anymore. I think they should be done paying you after a while, you know. If they've hit your mastermind and say it's 40 grand, I think they should be done after that, you know. What else are you going to give them? You know what I mean? So, you know, at the end of the day, like, just, it's cool once people have peaked in your value ladder, you can start making, if they do business, you can make strategic partnerships with them, and they can surpass you in success, which is really cool too, right? That's the biggest honor is to have a, have a, have a, have, have one of your customers actually surpass you in business if you're teaching business that's a huge honor it means you're really delivering value right so you know either way guys like if it's real then you know the whole selling part's going to be super simple super easy to do little resistance in fact you know if you do it right they're going to try to you know they're going to try to sell you on buying something from you you know what I mean? Um, so at the end of the day, guys, like, you know, um, <clears throat> it's got to be real. Your relationship's got to be real. And if you really master that segmentation and put people in the right friendship buckets, you know, and what where, what level of the friendship you're at, that's where you put them in that bucket. And that way, at a glance... You know, in your autoresponder, you can look and be like, okay, okay, these these are my friends here, these are my friends here, and you know what level of friendship you've got with the different people that you've got on your list, okay? So when you segment correctly, you don't need a million people. You don't have to acquire endless leads to make decent money. Um, in fact, like, you know that you're doing really well when you're selling to the same people over and over again, because that means that they're happy with your product and services. It means you're selling quality stuff. Who, who continues to buy from someone that sells garbage, right? So this is a good KPI, right? Key performance indicator that you are selling quality products because they keep buying from you, right? And if a, and so when I was selling the coaching and all this other stuff, I'd sell ebooks and stuff like that. I'd have people that buy every single thing I sold, right? And it's a good way to keep them in your ecosystem, and then they buy your coaching, and then all this other, all this other stuff. And at the end of the day, 
it's just a good indicator that you're delivering real value, okay? And I believe I made most of my money that way when I was doing the coaching then before the health thing happened to me, okay? And so I didn't have to acquire a million people and I could op I could operate in trickles of traffic and do just fine, you know? So had that health thing not happened to me, um, I mean, my business would have exploded, you know? It really would have. So at the end of the day, guys, you know, or business or whatever you want to call it, you know, coaching, helping people as, as a friend basis only, whatever you want to call it, it would have done way better had I not faced that huge hurdle, right? But at the end of the day, guys, the bottom line is I learned a lot from from the experience of it and from doing it so long. And so at the end of the day, I hope that I can help pass that knowledge on to you guys and learning how to learn. I mean, that's the biggest thing I learned through all of this is learning how to learn and developing a business mindset, right? So even if you haven't experienced something firsthand, when you look at something, you can see it from a different level of perspective than someone that doesn't have business experience because you can extrapolate because business is very similar, right? And so if you've done coaching for 12 years, if someone's productizing a service and you've sold ebooks before, you, you kind of get it, right? And if you've done internet marketing for 20 years or so, then you can look and quickly see, like, you know, identify, you know, what's happening next. You can, you, you know, you look at an offer and you actually know what kind of offer it is. You can guess how many upsells there's going to be. Probably two, okay? Um, if they're a newbie, they're going to have a ton of them. But if they're experienced, they're going to have about two upsells, okay? And um, if they're a newbie, they're just going to be random PLF, you know, not PLF, but uh, yeah, like just garbage upsells um, from, you know, reseller packaged garbage. Um, if it's a experienced marketer, you're going to have uh, upsells that perfectly uh, complement what the previous thing was, okay? So either way, guys, make sure the friendship is real and that it's keep it professional, but keep it friendly, right? Nothing wrong with that. And so either way, we'll talk soon. God bless.